0: Welcome to the Real Estate Entrepreneurs Podcast. Welcome to the Real Estate Entrepreneurs Podcast, guys. Today we have Mr. Robert Allen, someone that has impacted millions of lives around the world with his books, his seminars, and his wisdom. He has definitely impacted me on a personal level uh, multiple times, and lately, Um, We've been having a closer relationship, and I have learned so much from this man that I don't know if the universe will ever allow me to repay him (laughs) everything that that he's taught me in just a a few times that we've met, you know, Bob. And um, I am honored to introduce you today to our podcast. By the way, you will be on the cover of our first Real Straight Entrepreneurs Magazine that we're launching June in our event.
1: And Look I'll at be it. at that event with you in June. Excited to be there. I'm looking forward to shaking hands of all your, all your attendees. Yeah, Ricardo, congratulations. Looking forward
0: to it. The regular person that's watching this video or maybe listening to this podcast, when they see people like you or like myself or other um, successful people that are out there uh, impacting the world, doing business, they see the good or the they they see the end result right right but they never see the journey right and so they think that when somebody becomes successful that it was always pretty and that tends not to be the case yeah it's
1: very ugly (laughs) well Um, in my case yes it was very ugly in your case it was very ugly I think a f- few people make it through unscathed without a lot of challenges, but life just life happens and you have to kind of pivot when it does. Um, but look, I was watching you guys on, on
0: the panel today, right? And you all had massive setbacks, massive. Yeah, they yeah, weren't little. Yeah,
1: they, were. True. they
0: were not little. I was trying to tab actually yeah. how much money was lost in that panel throughout the different cycles, yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, and, and yet, you're still successful today, impacting people, helping other people, like myself, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, when I see you or Ron or any of these other guys, I don't feel alone anymore. I felt yeah. alone,
1: uh-huh. like you probably felt. I, yeah, I, I did. You know, when you fail, you feel like you're the dumbest man in, in, on the planet, you because know, you've succeeded and then you stumble and you fail. And you feel alone, and that's exactly what Ricardo was saying, you feel alone. And that's why I didn't dare share for many years my, my bankruptcy, had a bankruptcy, lost everything. It was all kind of instigated by an avalanche, <laughs> a real snow avalanche that destroyed our magnificent mountain home. And there was a whole series of uh, unfortunate disasters that happened as a result of that that forced me to lose everything and declare bankruptcy. But, And I wouldn't tell anybody about it. I, I didn't want them to no, know because I'm this famous, you know, Robert Allen guy. Let's take it back. Yeah. Where are you originally from? I'm from Canada. Originally. From Canada. I'm an immigrant. No wonder why I like <laughs> you so
0: much. Man, I love Canadians. Yeah, great. Oh my goodness. Yeah. They are some of the most yeah. uh, happy people in the yeah. freaking entire planet. <laughs> I can party with Canadians like you have no
1: idea. You can look at a lot of people who are really successful and you can chase it all the way back. They're from Canada. Brian Tracy, he's from yes. Canada. A lot of others. What part of Canada? Uh, Alberta, southern Alberta.
0: Okay, so you, yeah. you were on the West on the west Coast. I was. Oil field, oil, that's oil that's, field areas. All right, that's exactly where I
1: was from. And so you were born and raised there, or? Born and raised till I was 19. I went on a Christian mission for spent a couple of years donating my life, my time to missionary Christ work, and went to Tahiti. And, had to learn Tahitian and French, and wow! Then I came back, got my MBA. Were you door knocking then? Oh yeah, absolutely. Of course, you know, in Tahiti they don't have doors. You know, they just have you just, they, you they just have little cloth, little yeah. cloth curtains. You know, you can't knock on yeah. the door. Well yeah, that was that was me riding a bicycle. You know, wow. white shirt, tie, flip flops. You know. Wow. Yeah, it was great. It was a, it, and what what it taught me was, you know, not everybody wants. Religion they don't they don't think they need yes. it. They don't want it. So when you try to Share it with them, you know, you're gonna have a 90% rejection rate Well, wow. and they all, they all have their own religion So if you are not their religion, then they're gonna go no, I don't want to talk. So it's, it's 90% uh, 95% really so after 95 people out of 100 tell you I'm not gonna to listen to your message after a while you get this thick skin you go well, is the message important enough that I'm willing to be rejected 95 times out of 100 right. to find the one who is looking and searching? And that's all marketing. That's all marketers do. Marketers, you guys are marketers. You're going to be looking for the the one highly motivated seller. You're going to buy the real estate, or you're going to look for that one investor. You're going to be your partner, and you're going to have 95 percent failure. So, in, from from my missionary experience. I got that out of my way. I'm not, I'm not that worried about what people think of me any longer. But right. uh, that, was, that's, that was, uh, got me started. Yep. Then I came back, got an MBA in the middle of a t- terrible recession. Nobody was hiring. I thought I was going to work as a corporate person for the rest of my life like my dad. And uh, nobody's hiring. So I thought, well, re- I really don't want a job. I think I just want to make a million. How do I do that? Real estate, I don't have any money. I have $1,500 that my dad had given me. I think I'll just use that money and buy my first property. I bought my first property, fixed it up a little, flipped it immediately, made, turned my thousand net into six thousand. And I thought, man, if I can make five hundred percent on my money in a week, this is probably a good place to play. You know? Wow. Then I started buying more and more and more. Became a millionaire in uh, three, four years. Then I started. Then I wrote my book. Actually, I started teaching my seminars first how to buy real estate with little or no money down and then the book came out of that and um, Back to the failure. We didn't we didn't finish that part Um, You you may feel like you're alone and what Ricardo shared with you is really very Profound knowledge to you. You see we look at these guys and gals on the top and we, we they're on this pedestal and we look at them and we go how could I get there or they go, I'll never be like that person. Or they seem to be so smart. I mean, why? And, and so you, you make the decision that you can't do that. Well, if you peel off all the the shiny, <laughs> the, you know, the, the, the shiny uh, fame, if you will, and you look at the story, you, how did we get there? You'll go, oh, well, he's just an ordinary guy. It's just only one thing that was not ordinary, <clears throat> rather extraordinary, and that means you cannot keep me down. I'm going to lose everything and then some, but I'm going to come back. I am going to come. You cannot keep me down. And this is the, the, tech, the, this is the, the characteristic of really successful people because behind every one of them, Massive failure. Massive. But you can't keep us down. I didn't know that two years ago
0: or three years ago. I first learned that um, when I attended an event like the one we are today. Yeah. Uh, in a different location, a different event. Um, and it was actually with one of the guys that was on the panel with you uh, today when he literally sat right in front of the audience and he opened up about his losses and, and, and how much he had impacted him back then. And, and that was the first time that I didn't feel alone. Yeah. huh. And I, I, I started looking at things different. I was like, man, he lost a lot more than I did, like by far, like yeah. it was a lot more. And I, then I reached out to him uh-huh. and he said, yeah, you just have to keep on going. But then I met you. <laughs> by because the universe put me right next to you on that table at
1: lunch. Yeah, at that's last, a year ago, a year last ago. Year April. Yep, a year ago.
0: Um, and of course, I knew of you and I have written, your, uh, you know, read your books before. And 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 here I am sitting right next to you. And 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 you're telling me your story on how an avalanche wiped out your house and and and, and everything else you had. And then the, the the seminar business going on there. Yeah. And all of these ups and downs you had through your life. Yeah. And here I am. You're the second person that I meet that opens up that way. And I'm just soaking the information, right? And then I tell you my
1: story. You didn't tell me your whole story the first time. I did. I, not. You you told it more but, of it recently. Yes. Which was stunning to me.
0: Well, that day was a few of us, right? Yeah. So yeah. we were just having a conversation on ups and downs and on getting to know each other. And it's like I almost got deported in uh, Canada once. <laughs> and Because and they, they asked me, have you, ever, have you ever been convicted of anything? And I said no. But then they, they put me in this little room. And they're like, you're lying, and I'm like, I'm not convicted of anything. What are you talking about? You spent the night in jail, and I was like, yeah, that I did, but that's we're not being convicted. That's not being convicted. <laughs> so anyhow, oh uh, my uh, I told them. They got to the point where I said, I told them like, you need to send me back to the U.S. because this makes no sense. But anyhow, getting to know each other is not like I go with my passport around the world saying, yeah, I spent the night in jail. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah right. Yeah. So when you're getting to know each other. Uh, or other people new people that you meet you're just you just don't throw your whole life in front of them because they're like ooh, they get scared right but you did and and i fell in love with that i was like oh my god this this guy who's famous and he's affected so many people in a positive way has no
1: challenges on
0: literally laying it out as it is but you did for a while
1: i did i had a i i was i felt ashamed uh, and and I do remember the day when I came out, you know, and this, and it was at a seminar, and uh, I just lost everything, and uh, it was not fun, and I was still teaching seminars, and that seminar at that time was a thousand bucks, and my a guy came well, the seminar company that that we were involved with literally failed in the middle of. Uh, Economic upside down, and uh, one of the employees tracked me down in California, where I'd gone to, you know, kind of get over my bankruptcy. He tracked me down in my in California, and he said, "Bob, let's do this again." And I said to him, his name was Tom, Tom Painter. I said, "Tom, I didn't like what I was portraying." Because we do infomercials and we'd rent a jet and we rent a rose royce and we'd rent a house in malibu on the beach and i would talk about how how wonderful it is to be rich and to look rich and to be rich and that is not me that's not me i i live in a very nice house and i drive a kia right now okay. i don't really care about having a fancy car um you know if, if i so i couldn't pr- portray that in an infomercial and i felt like i was lying it's almost as if kind of so happy bo- that Imposter happy Center. that I, that it was over and then he says let's do it again i says if they were going to do it again i'm going to tell the truth and i'm going to tell him it's hard and there are going to be ups and downs and i'm not going to look like this guy and i got to include god i'm going to talk about god in my seminars because that's true for me it may not be true for my other audiences, but I don't even care. I'm going to talk about higher power. I won't use the word God. I'll say higher power. How many believe in a higher power? Right. And I'll ask the audience. 95% of them will say they believe in a higher power. And I say, good. God is, knows where all the gold is. Does he know where all the real estate deals are right now? Then why wouldn't you involve him somehow in this process? And nobody was talking like that before because because, you know, Maybe they didn't dare and I said if I'm going to do seminars again, I'm going to do it my way and If if it succeeds fine if it doesn't succeed, because I didn't believe they would buy it And so I said this is the only way I will start this again And we started again and those 93 people were sitting in the room They paid a thousand bucks, and I'm now doing it my way, and I finally realized you know what? I'm a I'm a fraud These people think I'm rich but I'm not. I'm, I owe $3 million. I'll never get out of this debt, frankly. And so I really I opened up to the audience, assuming they would all go back and ask for their money back. This was a $93,000 decision to me when I'm bankrupt. And I'm assuming they will hate me. And I, you know we, Fear is bigger than it really in reality. And I just built this up to, and I just finally, I said, stop, stop. I gotta, I gotta tell this, tr- tell you the truth. And I said I owe more money than this entire room combined. No one ha- more owes more money and is in more debt—not not good debt, but bad debt. But, uh, yeah. And uh, I don't know if I'll ever get out. And the only thing the way I'm gonna get out is I'm gonna have to teach you. I'm gonna have to do what I'm teaching you to get myself out of this hole. And I really thought they would ask for their money back. I, I, but it, I was still there, and i was saying to myself, I don't care if they ask for money back because I'm going to tell the truth, right? And they, it was just the exact opposite. And I was stunned when they came up to me and they said, Robert, thank you for just telling the truth. And that what happened to you, you felt, I'm not alone. You know, I'm not alone. Yeah, I was alone for a long time. Somebody that, that I respected, I didn't know this about you. And and they were, thank you, Robert. And they were not only willing to leave, but they were saying, I'm with you, man. I'm in this way, all the way with you. And that was the first time in my life I had ever really exposed, you know, what I didn't want people to see about me. And the truth is, everybody is ugly when you pull off the facade, everybody is. So just, and and I was really worried about what would people think of me. And it was um, a fear that I had for many years. And that day, I got rid of it. What Larry Pino said on the stage today, he says, survivors are dangerous because they know that they've survived.
0: You know what's funny? After you guys uh, finished the presentation, I had to go take a leak. So I bumped bumped into Larry in the bathroom. And I asked Larry, I said, Larry, let me ask you a question. Out of the $90,000 you had, when that was your last 90 grand yeah. on in 2000 i forgot the, the the date but 1995. yeah in 1995 uh, you had 90 grand left and, and and then you had to reinvent the whole thing and how much did, did actually you like what was the last amount of dollars that you had in your bank account after you put it into work oh. into marketing? yeah yeah he said ricardo nothing it was zero i didn't have oh. they have one dollar yeah he didn't tell us that that's good he put all the 90 grand like, he went all in. Yeah. He said, yeah. I'm going all in. Yeah. In something that he had no idea whether it was going to work or not. And I said, wow, really? And he's like, yeah. And I said, well, Larry, something like that happened to me. <laughs> I used to make all this money.
1: Yeah.
0: And I got to the point to where I didn't have $50 to my name. Yeah. And I was living in a house that I own the note today because I financed it out. Yeah. But I was living in a house that it's a million-dollar home in Houston, it's a big house, 5,000 square feet. Yeah. And I, I was like, I, I, didn't, I wasn't worthy of it, Yeah. which, which yeah. is mind-blowing. Yeah, worthiness, that's really a very big word. I'm sitting in my living room, Bob, and I'm looking at this house, and I felt like I wasn't worthy of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at all my art. I, I know you love yeah, art, too, because yeah, yeah, I've, yeah, I've seen yeah, your, your yeah. art. And I got art all over. I mean, this, I would build this house with a lot of walls yeah, so, so we you, can put a lot of uh, art. Uh-huh. And I'm looking at the art, and I know how much money I got in there hanging in the walls. And I, was, I felt like I wasn't worthy of it. Mm. And reclaiming that worthiness, yeah. man, that was tough. Yeah, How do you do it? How do you reclaim your worthiness? Because I know you felt at some point that yeah.
1: like you lost everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um. That was, that's why it took me 13 years to write my next book. Wow. Because it took a huge New York Times bestsellers. It was a big space until multiple streams came out in 2000. 13 years to my next book. How, how, do, you, how do you put yourself together throughout those 13 years? That's a very long time. You, you just you get up every day in the morning. You do what you were born to do. You know, uh, you, I'm a teacher, and so I teach. And uh, even though I was, wasn't worthy to teach the lesson. You felt that you weren't I felt worthy. I wasn't worthy. I you still, were worthy, but you didn't feel yeah, that you I, were worthy. Exactly, exactly. I was worthy. They thought I was worthy. I didn't. But it finally, um, when, uh, when I really finally got it back, when I got it back was when I paid the IRS. You can't bankrupt yourself out of certain amounts of taxes. And I had $500,000. That I could not bankrupt. Well, wow. and when I wrote that $500,000 check, I was back to zero. Well, wow. paid it to the IRS. I remember I'm sitting at my green table. I know exactly where I'm at. I'm writing that check out, and it was that when I was back to zero? I thought it's been hard, but I did it. I came back, and I, that was part of my regaining my self-respect. Like I dug myself out of this hole. I'm no longer afraid of holes, because I figured if well, I can dig out of my, dig out of that hole, then there's not a hole I can't dig out of. And then life throws out some more holes at you <laughs> that you weren't expecting. That's right. That's yes, right, yes, right. Whether it's COVID or whether it's 2008, uh, you know there are all kinds of life throws you holes, and you got to dig yourself out of them. <laughs> but you you come out, you feel better about yourself. Now, you know, I I am worthy. I am worthy. I am but people people don't believe it because they think you're so rich how can you be unworthy when you're so rich and you're so famous and all that stuff and well that's just don't be alone don't be, don't feel alone if you have a dream people say well you haven't deserved you haven't earned the right to say you're successful let me tell you how you earn the right you have a dream what do you want five years from now specifically Where do you want to live? Who do you want to be with? What does your life look like at that time? Create your vision clear five years from now so that you say, one of these days, this is what I want. But you might say, well, but I'm not there yet, so I haven't earned a right to talk about it. Let me tell you when you've earned the right. You take one step towards that dream, you are successful. You've earned the right to say you're successful because most people won't take that one step. You take one step. And then something happens and knocks you down, you get up. You keep walking towards your dream, step by step by step by step by step. And every step you take, you're just more successful. You don't wait until you've got it, because when you get it, you won't feel successful. There's more. There's another mountain to climb. There's more more wealth to create. There's more things to do. You're never going to feel as if you've arrived. But if you take one step, brother, sister... You've earned the right to say you're successful. And that's what Ricardo and I are trying to t- teach you. Bob, I love
0: you. Thank you so much for, for your friendship and your mentoring.
1: Uh, I, I Trust this guy. He's incredible. I'm absolutely excited, so thrilled to be working on a book with Ricardo. Yes, It's going to be a bestseller. You're going to want it. It's not done yet it'll be but when it, is, it will you're be gonna done. love it it will be done guys june 24
0: 5 25 and 26 robert is coming to houston texas yeah. he's going to spend with me three days at our event at growth.com tickets are for sale already and i want to make it a point to personally introduce him to you when you come to the event and that you can have the pleasure Uh, That I've had of meeting him, uh, you know, and 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 sharing uh, So many different uh, life experiences that he's taught me um, You know in person, so I hope to see you there. I hope that you can make it to say hi to Bob Mm -hmm. and I just want to facilitate that to all my friends our audience and You know the people that would love to meet someone like Robert Allen. I personally never thought in my life I'll be sitting right next to him and talking to him the way I did back then when I first met you at that restaurant. And even though you were around, you were still far away from, from my reach, you know. And, and I want to bridge that gap to you guys, okay. So June 24th, 25th, 26th, Houston, Texas, Norris Conference Center, attendgrowth.com. I hope to see you there. Bob, thank Attend you so what? much. Gr- Attend Attendgrowth.com. Attend G W. Attendgrow.com. Attend growth yeah G-R-O-T-H. That's, G-R-O-T-H, yeah. Attend growth.com. Yeah. Yeah. See you there. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Y'all you're welcome. See you on the next one. Don't forget to hit share, like, and subscribe, guys. We'll see you on the next one.